You're listening to the Letters of the Herd podcast, hosted by J.J. Duke on FairfieldStags.com. Hey, Stags fans. Welcome back to the latest episode of Letters to the Herd, a series where we get to hear from Fairfield student-athletes reflecting on their time as part of the university community. Uh, my name is J.J. Duke. Hope you all have been doing well out there. Had a whole lot of fun uh, doing this Stag Sports Network series. We've talked a lot of... Uh, a lot of great stories with a bunch of Fairfield student athletes, and we continued today uh, getting to chat a little bit of lacrosse here uh, with a member of the Fairfield women's lacrosse team. Megan Graham joins us now, and uh, it's a really fun story when we've talked about women's lacrosse over the past couple of years. Megan, we're going to take a look at that, but we start off with just asking how you're doing right now because I know time's kind of been altered, at least over the last few weeks for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing pretty good so far. I think in the beginning it was a little more rough because as soon as we heard the news, uh, I don't think it really hit me at that point. And then as soon as I got home and I was just laying on the couch literally doing nothing, I think it hit me more at that point. But I've kind of gotten used to the idea of going through uh, a normal day, trying to get a routine back on. But now I'm still at my beach house at Fairfield Beach Road. So it's still pretty enjoyable with the time we have left. So you know, we were discussing a little bit before we started recording on what those weeks were like, kind of how things shook out. Now, you guys had a little bit of a situation similar to what baseball and softball for Fairfield. We were on the road, um, far away from campus. In fact, you guys were in a place, weirdly enough, colder and snowier than it was here at Fairfield at the time. That was Denver, uh, taking on uh, Denver University. Now, you guys played that game out west, came back. And then that's where it all hit. Kind of bring us in that like 48 hours or so, leaving the Midwest, coming back here, and then finding out that uh, the season was canceled. Yeah, so, I mean, we had so much fun in Denver. We got really close as a team, which was awesome. Um, Just the trip all around was an awesome experience to have with your teammates. And then we flew home. Everyone came home, I think, uh, just hung out for the rest of the night. And we were supposed to have practice the next day. Um, and Laura called me, Maggie and Jill, the two other captains into her office. Um, it was kind of vague. So I kind of had a sense of what was going on because we started hearing about all the schools that were already closing, but hope I was still hoping for the best. I'm a very optimistic person. Um, and Laura called us in and as soon as I started driving down the road, I bursted into tears, like calling my parents. Cause I was like, I know what's going to happen, but, um, I mean, And then she uh, pulled us in and just said, this is probably what's going to happen. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up, but we're going to let you guys plan it out for the day to end it on a good note because we have a feeling of what's going to happen. So, I mean, we ended it on a good note, having fun. And then uh, we all brought it in together in a circle, which was kind of hard for all of us because everyone just lost it. Like we all lost it. And we've never seen Laura like as emotional as she was because she felt like she disappointed us, which was kind of sad to see. But, I mean, the way everything was handled with the coaches and with our team, I think just having the opportunity to say goodbye to one another and just, like, embrace the moment that we had was just pretty much all you could ask for at that moment. And then going home, it was hard because you're like, I have to wake up and play lacrosse, but you can't do that anymore. So, I mean, but overall, I think – our team handled the situation pretty well and that we had enough closure to end it there. 
Yeah, and you did a really nice job in your letter, which, by the way, for those who haven't, make sure to go to fairfieldstags.com to take a look at uh, Meg's letters as well as the rest of the uh, letters to the herd that we have already up. And, yeah, it's – that experience has to – while so negative, but at the same time, you discussed how tight this group got. And it was certainly a group that was changing the last couple of years coming off of championship seasons. Now it's a bit of a newer group a younger group almost, but you talked a lot about how tight the group got and how things were really gelling at the right time. Did you feel like, okay, maybe give us what the whole season would have been like if it was a perfect world, maybe could have been more of the same? Yeah. I mean, from the previous seasons, we obviously had two groups that gelled so well together and graduating those specific people from last year and the year before it was kind of hard coming into this season without those people and having new group of freshmen, which is a huge class in the first place. So getting to know all of them might've been harder for everyone. And like, I mean, we still tried to do like team events and stuff like that, but I mean, just from this one trip and like a little bit before that from this trip, I think we've gotten to know every single person on this team on a level that we never would have had if we didn't have this trip. And I think that having that trip was the right time because if we were able to go forward, I think we would have had another successful season in the aspects we had the years before. And speaking of your program, where you guys have actually taken some pretty cool trips, uh, obviously talking about in-season going to Denver. Uh, The previous off-season, the summer, you went to the Netherlands and South Africa. Uh, Kind of like a culture learning experience, played a couple of games in there as well. I do have to ask, if you're able to emulate another trip maybe next year is there kind of like a wow I'd love to tick that box um not to put you on the spot or anything yeah I mean the trip we had was awesome and I think if we were able to have that opportunity of a similar trip like that I I would definitely do that in a heartbeat (laughs) for sure um we will talk quickly about those two championship seasons because I mean uh, for those who don't know I get to broadcast the privilege of broadcasting Fairfield men's and women's lacrosse and those seasons had two very distinct stories where the first year it was kind of like you know you saw the development of the team growing and growing and eventually it all clicked at the right time the 2019 season was the expectation to get the job done. And while every game was a roller coaster, I think almost everyone went down right to the final couple of minutes or so, did get the job done. Was there one that stood out to you? I know it's obviously picking the best of two both perfect worlds, but is there one that you remember like, yeah, that was really exciting? I would say last year, honestly, because um, in the 2018 season, obviously we all had that connection, but I think moving into the 2019 season of last year, we just had this connection and everyone flowed so well together. Everyone just got along and we all had the mindset that we wanted to get those back-to-back MAC championships and that we knew that no matter what time was left on the clock or what the score was, that we were going to put our all into it. And honestly, we, we had a bunch of games that ended in 13-12, but just pretty nerve-wracking. I remember Laura saying she was ready to kill us if we had another one goal game. But uh, I mean, just from those experiences and seeing how we were able to pull out those last few minutes and that one last goal at the end of the game. And that I think that pushed us more to strive for that back-to-back MAC championship again last year. 
Certainly the 13-12 games, a lot of gray hairs that came from it. I know for you in the field, that's one thing. But for us yeah. up there, it was like, oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. A lot of years lost. <laughs> but, um, you know, also in addition to talking a lot about the team as well, um, this Letters to the Herd series discusses a lot about you know, the student-athletes' time and immersing themselves within the community. So for you, um, what was the best part about going to Fairfield and you know, really becoming one with the university. Yeah, I mean, I talked about it more in my paper. I think coming from Long Island, um, as I know there's a lot of Long Island people co- like that go here, but I just felt like I was com- coming kind of like a new fresh start for myself and that I was coming to Fairfield to like find the person that I was and the kind of people that I wanted to surround myself with and who I wanted to be with. And just from the whole community of like the, the, the Walsh Athletic Center, all my classes, just every single student athlete that was at Fairfield, I think you could just feel the presence of the true meaning of like family that as we always say on the lacrosse field. And I think from having myself surrounded with those people, I was able to really embrace Fairfield and embrace who I was as a person because they gave me so many opportunities not only on the lacrosse field, but obviously in the classroom, even outside the classroom and having just, just having these opportunities to find myself, what I love to do in life. I mean, I think that's just my main takeaway from Fairfield. It's just an awesome place and I wouldn't ex- like imagine being anywhere else. You always talk about those four years being the years that you grow the most, whether it's academically, personality, list goes on and on. Do you feel like there's one part to your life that you've really grown over these last few years? Yeah, I would say, honestly, last year, I think I grew the most because I think in the beginning, I was, I was a very shy, timid person, not really out of my shell, not really will, willing to go out and experience a lot of things. And I think junior year, I was just like, I think I just have to go for it. I have to go for what I want, go and set expectations for myself and and just achieve that like push myself to achieve those goals as hard as I can like I think I grew into the person that I was last year and the confidence that I needed to grow in to be that person I think from obviously the help of my friends my teammates and a lot of help from Laura Ann and Kara I think they really helped me find the strength in myself to like push myself to be better and want more and for those that may be listening to this in their perspective students or prospective student athletes or maybe just you know end of their first year what would you tell them from the lesson that you've learned to be like okay so if you want to get out of that shell and really become the person that you will be what would be the best advice that you'd give I think going in as a freshman you're obviously really nervous and you never really know what to expect and I think that's how I went in I went in with the mindset that I was really scared and nervous I think you need to go in with an open mind and just take any risk you can. You can't, you can't lose any opportunities from taking a chance at school. Like push yourself to be better in the classroom, push yourself to be as a student athlete, push yourself out on the field. You have nothing to lose. You rather have more stuff to gain and it's okay to fail. Like it happens, everyone fails and it's just a growing experience from that. Uh, Words to live by certainly now. 
usually at this point, we kind of have some sort of closing thoughts or a charge uh, for those that are, you know, going to be returning in the fall. But uh, for those who haven't read Meg's piece yet, there's a little bit of a uh, little nugget for the uh, 2020-2021 year. So go on, the floor is yours. So um, I have decided to take my fifth year offered by the NCAA to come back and play for the Fairfield women's lacrosse team. Um, it was obviously a tough decision because coming out of school, you had to choose whether or not you wanted to take a job or um, have this opportunity to play again. And uh, I felt like I wasn't able to finish what I started at Fairfield yet, and I wanted to come back and end my last year on the right note. Well, we are certainly looking forward to seeing you back on the field at Rafferty Stadium. So, Meg, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. So, again, if you haven't had a chance to read Meg's letter or any of the other letters to the herd, make sure that you do so by going over to fairfieldstags.com. Stay tuned uh, for much more as we head through these weeks of May and into the summer. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram and at Stag Sportsnet on Twitter. So for all of us here, I'm JJ Duke. Until next time, go Stags. Thank you for listening to the Letters of the Herd podcast on fairfieldstags.com. 